This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Something I talk about a lot is healthy distractions. And what I mean by that is when you're depressed or going through something or sad or angry, and usually this lasts more than one day, but more like a few days or a few weeks or months, sometimes years, um, I think it's very important to have healthy distractions. And I also think it's very important to go to therapy, talk to friends, call people, do some self-reflection in your bedroom by yourself all day, you know, you have to go through things, but I definitely talk a lot and believe a lot in healthy distractions. And that's what has helped me a lot. And today I want to elaborate a little bit more about that and give you guys some value on how you can use healthy distractions to get through some situations that you're getting through right now, or that you might encounter in the future. Thank you for joining the Smile Hard Podcast. I'm so glad you're here. It's February 13th. Tomorrow is Valentine's Day. And if you don't know, we celebrate Valentine's Day for a very special reason. I actually did a podcast about this last year um, because I read about it and I was like, no one knows about this, but there are a lot of different legends. No one knows the true, true story because it's been celebrated for so long and passed on. And there could be different, you know, people named St. Valentine that we celebrate this for different reasons. But Um, We all know why we celebrate it in modern day, but the main legend is that St. Valentine uh, was this Roman priest during the 3rd century, and he performed weddings for soldiers that were forbidden to marry, which is just, I think it's so cool that he went out of his way. It was illegal, technically, back in the day. He was breaking the law because these soldiers weren't allowed to marry. They were fighting for their country, and they weren't supposed to marry people. They weren't supposed to be in love with anyone. They were supposed to be doing one job. And that was, that was their, that was the law back then. And St. Valentine was like, no, people deserve love. People deserve to get married if they want to get married. They're already fighting for the country. Like, let's give them something they deserve. Uh, And what I read last year about this was that he eventually got caught and went to jail himself and then fell in love with one of the guards there and then kept pursuing love she got him out or something like that and and he kept pursuing love regardless if that's the true story or even if a sliver of it is true I think it's so cool and I just think it's super cool that we're still celebrating it to this day and if you don't have anyone to celebrate it with share some love to your homies send some love to your parents give some love to yourself that's a big one for sure is to just treat yourself even if you do have someone to give love to Make sure you're treating yourself kind. Make sure you go out and buy yourself a coffee or a treat today or just 
do some self-reflection on how amazing you are. Love yourself, love others, share some love. I love you guys, and I'm very thankful you're listening to this. Valentine's Day is a really special day, and I think that we should celebrate it even more than we already do. But nonetheless, I want to jump into today's topic about healthy distractions, um, because if you're like me, which you are, we all are like each other in one way or another, you go through tough times. You have problems in life. You have upsetting moments. You have little speed bumps, speed humps, giant speed bumps, potholes. We're always going through crazy things. We all experience it. That's just part of life. And if we didn't have negative things, the positive things wouldn't be so special. So we have to have these negative things, but sometimes they last a little longer than we want them to, or we just feel lost mainly. And I've gone through a lot of that last year and even this year a little bit. It just, it comes and goes with me. I've, I've kind of experienced a lot of loss recently, uh, meaning the last two years. And I've also experienced a lot of gain. I've had just as many and more positive things than I have negative things. But sometimes, you know, they weigh on you or they hit you randomly. Your brain just decides to think something when you didn't want to think that. We, we don't know why. I mean, maybe we do. I don't know why that, that we think randomly about like, you know, some pain in the past that we blocked out. Our bodies do that block out thing when we're not supposed to remember something painful we instantly forget it. And sometimes it comes back out of nowhere. And then you go down this like mental spiral of like, what? Like, ah. and um, I've experienced a lot of those mental spirals in the past few weeks, months, years. Um, And the main thing that has helped me, I've tried therapy, I'm gonna try it again. But uh, the main thing that has helped me in the past five years, being in my like main adulthood, meaning like 20 years old and older, I have kind of experimented with different ways to go about depression and things that happen in life that are normal and abnormal, Um, just events that make you upset and they're just hurdles that we got to get over. But the main thing that has helped me has mainly been healthy distractions. And what I mean by that is you know, when you're going down, you got to go through it. You got to, you got to feel the pain. It's so important to feel the pain. It's so important to cry, to think about it, to call a friend and talk about it with them, talk about it with your parents, whoever you want to talk about it with, whoever you feel comfortable with, talk about it with them, reflect on it, think about it. But if it's not like, if you're not getting over it by doing those things, I think it's so important to fill your life with healthy distractions. I think it's so important to get up out of bed even when you're so upset, when you feel like your body can't get up, when your mind isn't isn't telling you to get up, when you look, when you think you look ugly because you cried so much, when you think that you're gonna throw up because you're so sick to your stomach of whatever just happened, the pain that you're experiencing, I promise you, you will get through it. You're so resilient. You're so strong, and it's so important to get up, do something that you love, get outside go skateboard, go play basketball, call a friend, do the things, do what you really feel like you don't want to do. Fill your life with healthy distractions. Fill your life with painting. You know, do some chores, do whatever you can to get your mind off of it. And I know it's just like dumb to even say that because what you're experiencing might be so big that I don't relate to it and some of us won't relate to it. But 
I promise you that this can help and will help in some regard. And I'm not saying this is the answer. It's definitely not the answer. You have to face your problem head on and eventually fix it and overcome it. But sometimes you need a healthy distraction. Some of the things that I do are as simple as just like playing the guitar, getting outside, bike bike riding, calling a friend to shoot some hoops or just, you know, hang out with um, or do a small activity with to taking a flight to Florida or taking a flight uh, somewhere with a buddy. By allowing your mind and your body to take a break, it'll give you new perspective. It'll help reduce your stress. It'll maybe start a new hobby for yourself or maybe allow you to meet a new friend or spark a new relationship with an old friend. It's really healthy. Like I think that to me it's been the healthiest thing to get over certain parts of my life that I've been experiencing depression or just went down like a hole and we we all go through it in our own form. But to me, distracting myself with healthy activities learning a new recipe, cooking, doing something different, or doing something that you love, like just getting your mind off of the subject, getting your mind into a new uncomfortable place, going hiking, taking a trip, taking your money out of savings and taking a trip with a friend. Like it's, I don't know, I preach this a lot and I've talked about writing a book about it for a year now. Um, and I would love to write a book about it, but I think that these healthy distractions are the main answer to getting over stuff. I think like, I think there's, there's this um, movie with Jonah Hill and his therapist. It was like a documentary um, on the therapist. And the therapist talks about the meaning of life being filled with negative things. Like it's, there's no point in life if there's not negative things like he he really elaborates on that and kind of changed my mindset on it and I was like you know you can get in this like victim mentality of like why me why is this always happening to me and I think in modern day with social media and so many screens and we're just we're just constantly comparing ourselves to others whether you think you are or not it just happens like it naturally it happens like you're scrolling and you're like why do they have a Porsche like how do they get a Porsche you know like or how do they have money? Or how do they have the confidence to post themselves? Or how, like, endless list of, like, there's, it seems like other people are doing better when we're all just going through our own things at, in different levels. And, but, but the, the, anyways, the documentary talks about how important it is to go through negative things, to have negative things. And throughout my life, I've kind of discovered for myself the, most positive thing is to fill my life with healthy distractions even when you're at your worst even when you don't want to do anything and you do have to have days where it's just like just a bad day like you do have to have those days but you don't have to have those weeks and months and years um that's just what i think i'll do things like painting drawing if it's sunny out just going outside and like laying in the sun is one of my favorite things to do um, if it's, you know, warm enough to take your shirt off and just like bathe in the sun. Um, but the main, main thing that helps me is to be around people. And if you can choose the people, be around people that are just usually make you feel good. Usually make you feel happy. The people that you desire to be with and you know that it's a good thing to be around them. You know, like you're a product of your environment, 
whatever you put yourself around, it'll reflect on you. If you put yourself in a dark, depressing, cold place, it might hit your feelings a little more than a tropical, warm, sunny place. Um, and I've been dealing with that myself in Colorado. It was really bad for me. I didn't do good with the weather out there. And now I'm in South Carolina and it's much better. But sometimes I do desire to like just take a trip back home to Florida and bathe in the sun and go surfing when all my friends are surfing. And, you know, it does hurt to see it. Um, but I also think it's important to find happiness in the place that you're in. It's always there. It's always there. And I think it's within the people that live there. I think it can be like the most miserable place ever. But if the people are good, it can be so good. It, it can be way better than those places. But you know what I mean? If you put yourself around people that are good for you, it'll reflect onto you. They can help you in different ways. And to me, putting myself in an environment where there's friends, a social environment helps me the most, even if I'm like so sad um, and I feel like I can't do it. I still try to do it. Isolation can be scary sometimes if you're in those deep, dark, depressive places and you feel like no matter what you do, you're not going to get back to the happiness you once had. I've been there. A lot of people have been there. A lot of people are going through it. And if you're going through it, I promise you it can and will get better. But allow yourself to have time and patience. And, you know, all of us are different. All of us come from different places. All of us have different, you know, bad things that have happened to us and good things that have happened to us. And we sometimes you haven't found your best friend yet or your, you know, lifelong partner yet or, or whatever it may be. So don't compare yourself to someone that has fixed their problems faster than you. It might take a little longer for you. I also think something that is so good for us always, and I think we most of us would agree, but learning something new when you're in these moments. And even if you're not, like learning something new is the coolest thing you can possibly do. You're challenging your brain to just get out of its comfort zone, learn something new, allow yourself to be dumb in some situations. You might not know something, but go back to school if you can. Some schools are free. I just found out that one of the main schools here offers free classes and I am gonna take it up. I have to go learn something. I have to do something new. Um, but I don't know. I think that's, that's a big thing to getting over something in the past or something that you're going through, a loss that you may have in, in recently experienced like me, um, or multiple losses or new life environment or, you know, whatever you've gone through. I promise you other people are going through it too. And learning something new can be a really good thing for you. It might just be what you need. <laughs> Those of you who listen to the Smile Hard podcast know that I answer a few of your questions on every episode, so let's dive into today's questions that you asked. Okay, the first question is from Michael on Snapchat, and Michael asked me, what is a value or belief you hold that has evolved over time? That's an extremely good question. Um, I think, okay, here's one. <laughs> uh, this is so random and off topic, but I don't truly, truly believe this. I have all these theories about life, right? And and I do have some religious beliefs, but I also like to just dive into theories. My brain can't stop it, like literally can't stop. I can't stop it. Um, and so I've, I've thought about the afterlife a lot and I've thought about like reincarnation and what happens next to us. And I have had this one theory that 
or this belief, you know, that uh, has evolved into where it's at now in my brain. But essentially, the people that are just so good at something, like the Elon Musks of the world, Jeff Bezos, the the inventors, the smart people, the Tim Cook, or I guess the Steve Jobs, you know, the people that are, I guess, Bill Gates. There's, I can't think of more, but there's more than that that are even smarter. The ones that are making crazy drugs for people to, you know, stop cancer and all, all these people that are just so smart that could just like turn around and do a new thing and be so good at the people that are just randomly good at things, like especially extremely just randomly good at them. I've had this belief that maybe they have had more lives than other people. Maybe their soul is richer and developed more. Maybe, you know, like, for example, if you can't do something, if you can't just, like, randomly play cornhole, you just, like, you just are so bad at it for some reason. You can play basketball, but you can't play cornhole. Maybe you just have never experienced a life of doing that or a similar activity where if another person that has never played it before can just start sinking them straight down the middle, straight into the hole, maybe they have done something like that or they did a sport similar to, you know, like I just think that it's cool to think about the fact that some people just can do things easier. Some people are just so good at math. They're so good at this and that so good at with cars for no reason. They can just like, they just, it clicks with them no matter the car type, the engine type, no matter what it is, they're just so good with cars. Maybe they've had a life that was in the mechanical field or, you know, even if it was just a small life and they died young and now they're in their new life and they don't realize that they had that past life, but it's built within their, you know, mindset or soul, whatever you want to say. I've just, I've been thinking about that for many, many years. Um, and then I also thought about one the other day that was so cool. I was dancing in my living room to music and I was thinking, why do, you know, like we all kind of have like a select maybe five people that like we look up to and almost anything they say, we're like, yeah, like I'm going to follow them, whether it's our dad or mom, someone that we listen to on podcasts, an artist, the president. Whoever it is, for some reason, we click with them. We resonate with them. And I thought maybe there are, maybe we don't all each have a soul. And maybe there's not just one world soul, but maybe there's like a select, you know, like thousand souls. There's a thousand different souls and a lot of us share different souls. And you resonate with certain people so much. It could just be a best friend or someone that you really look up to. You really click with them. And maybe you share the same soul. Like literally you say you share the same exact soul as them. And for some reason, that's why it clicks. I could go on and on about things like this. But, um, you know, I always love to believe part of it and disbelieve part of it. I keep my mind open so much. Um, but that's something that has evolved into where it's at. That's a great question and really makes you think. <laughs> Let's go to the next question. Okay, this question's from Adriana. Adriana asks, if you could have dinner with an with any historical figure, who would it be and why? My mind goes straight to MLK. I've said this on previous podcasts. Um, but for some reason, I've resonated with him a lot growing up in middle school and high school. And just like, I mean, of course, right? <laughs> it's, it's Martin Luther King, MLK Jr. Uh, but just someone that has impacted the world 
that greatly to just, you know, like, change how the world works to get people in a healthier way of life to get humans connected more. I, I mean, I, I don't know anyone I resonate more with than him. I'm not comparing myself to MLK Jr. right now. I'm, try, I'm not trying to, but um, I really look up to him and how he connected humans, no matter color, no matter gender, no matter who you are, age. He just wanted the best for people and changed how the world works and how the world perceives African-Americans and led thousands and thousands and impacted millions and billions probably at this point. But I just think some that some his legacy lives on more than most. And uh, I think it'd be really cool to sit at a dinner table with him. And I don't want to like interview him. I just want to talk. I just want to listen to him and see if, I mean, he definitely would, but anything he, he could give me in life, value in life, I would be in awe of anything this man would say. I also want to know, like, what is he eating? Like, what's on what's on the plate? I want it to be his favorite dinner, and I want to eat whatever it is. Um, I'm so curious about this man. <laughs> Anyways, that's a great question. Let's go to the next question. Let's do, let's do one more. Okay, this question's from Maria, and it's says, it says, what's a skill you've worked hard to develop and how has it impacted you? A skill, a skill that I've been really working on, like truly, really working on. And I've been doing it over the past, like three or four years. I would really say my previous relationship kind of taught me it in a, in a sense, just because of how she was raised. Um, and it reflected onto our relationship and onto myself. And I have gained a lot of, um, I think, it gave me a lot of positive outlook on life, really. Um, but it's I've I've it's it's learning to be okay with nothing, learning to be okay with no noise, middle of nowhere, nothing to do, no phone, just like being okay with yourself, true like meditation style living, um, solitude. And it wasn't just her; it was you know other people in my life and certain circumstances, moving away not having anything to distract me, um, moving to new states and living in a car and living in a new house in a random town, like everything has led up to this, but I've really been working on it. And I think that it really gives you self-reflection. It gives you self-love. It helps you understand like, okay, no matter what, I'm okay. I don't have to have TV on all the time. I don't have to have blasting music on all the time or on the phone, texting or scrolling on TikTok. I can be okay literally like looking at my hands, thinking about my life, closing my eyes, laying on the floor, looking at the ceiling, being okay with nothing is really, really important. Um, and I grew up, I think we all grew up, a lot of us grew up in an age of, you know, like the, the television. And I think like kids now, a lot of them are growing up with iPads and, and phones and screens, and we all have distractions in our own ways. And I don't think it's all necessarily bad. Um, but as a kid, it feels like you always have to be doing something, whether that's TV or going outside with friends, playing tag, whatever it is, playing tag, what am I talking about? Um, but whatever it is, it feels like you have to be filling your life up with these things. And until I think you, I think you have to challenge yourself sometimes and get into and get in a mode of like being okay with nothing. Cause if you have to fill yourself up with everything, I don't think it allows you to think deeply about who you truly are 
and give you the confidence that it's gonna be okay. Like, I don't know, it's a meditation practice, I, I, I would say, that has allowed me to be okay with, you know, the fact that, you know, if the world blew up and I was the last one on earth and there was no noise, there was nothing, all the trees were gone, all the electronics were gone, everything would be okay. And that's not gonna happen I mean, it'd be very rare if the whole world and everything blew up and I didn't. But you know what I mean? Like, it allows you to have that confidence and it allows you to have the appreciation for the noisy things in life, the good things in life that are like music, art, objects, skateboards, people, golf, whatever it is. I think it's good to challenge yourself and put yourself in a state of mind that allows you to know that I'm okay with my body, my mind, who I am, and content with nothing. Because at the end of the day, we don't know what's next. We don't know what the meaning of being here is. We were gifted to be born in an age where we are so intellectual. We, we get to think about why we're here. You know, like, we're, we're really smart human beings. We're really smart animals to, un, to, to, to live in a world where we're challenging why we exist. We're going into space. We're going deep in psychology. We're going deep in every realm. That means that we have evolved into this point that we are so smart. And I think it's really cool to allow yourself to be okay with nothing. These are all amazing questions. If you want to ask me a question, you can send me a message on any social media platform. I answer back to every DM. My tag is at Miles Dittmar. You can message me on Instagram, Snapchat. Um, I don't really go on Twitter anymore. Twitter X, I don't go on there. But threads, I guess you can't message on threads. You can message me on TikTok, whatever it is. Mainly Snapchat and Instagram. Those are the best ways. And if I don't answer you through the podcast, I'll answer you through DM. I love you all so much. And just remember, if you're going through something, we all go through things. No, You're not singled out. You're not the only one feeling pain. You are loved. You have so many people that love you. You have options. Remember that you have options to go do something. You can go outside. You can skateboard. You can learn a new skill. If you lost your legs, you can use your arms. If you lost your arms, you can use your legs. I promise you there's options. You're loved. I love you. And I'm grateful that you are alive. Thank you all for listening to the Smile Hard Podcast. Have a great Valentine's Day tomorrow. I love you guys. Enjoy the rest of your day.